In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, O mighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not imagine that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to complete them. I tell you solemnly, till heaven and earth disappear, not one dot, not one little stroke shall disappear from the law until its purpose is achieved. Therefore the man who infringes even one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be considered the least in the kingdom of heaven. But a man who keeps them and teaches them will be considered great in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Law Many Christians honestly believe that our Lord broke clean with the old covenant religion of his day, nailing against its, railing against its legalism and focusing instead entirely on God's mercy and love. This, of course, is a popular belief, but it is sadly mistaken. Without a doubt, our Lord delighted in dispensing God's mercy to those who repented of sin. But there is no opposition between mercy and law. In fact, in so many ways, God's law is an expression of his mercy. Think of a parent who disciplines his or her child out of love rather than out of meanness and spite. Whereas a licentious and libertarian parent may prove to be a popular friend to his child, but in truth, he is guilty of dereliction of duty. A careful reading of the New Testament shows that our Lord was in no way opposed to the law given to Moses. In fact, in today's passage, he states it in no uncertain terms. Do not imagine that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to complete them. When our Lord speaks of the law and the prophets, it is not just a reference to the Mosaic law, but is a shorthand expression which refers to the entire Hebrew scriptures or what we call the Tanakh. I'm saying that he has come not to abolish but to fulfill. He is claiming to bring into realization all that the Old Testament had been anticipating. Being a fulfillment of the Hebrew scriptures, our Lord sees himself in his teachings as a continuation of Israel's religious heritage. So rather than rejecting the law, our Lord, our Lord being the lawgiver is the authoritative interpreter. The law itself is not being abolished, but our Lord brings forth its deeper meaning. By stating that till heaven and earth disappear, not one dot, not one little stroke shall disappear from the law until its purpose is achieved. Our Lord is reminding us that the law retains its status and efficacy as God's revealed word. And one must continue to teach and obey these commandments until their purpose has been achieved, which is to lead us to the perfection of heaven. In the next few days, we will see how our Lord shows that the interpretation of the scribes and Pharisees have been deficient, and he pro proceeds to provide the correct interpretation. Instead of lowering the bar, he raises it by explaining that the true standard of perfection is not man's, but God's. Therefore, we should never just settle for the minimum, for the baseline, 
for a mediocre and half-hearted observance of the commandments. In fact, our righteousness as Christians should surpass that of the scribes and the Pharisees. In terms of external obedience to the law, the scribes and the Pharisees were regarded as the strictest and most observant. But this is not enough. Our Lord demands a radical interiorization of his teachings, a total obedience to God and a complete self-giving to neighbor. We are asked to keep the law, but instead of stopping there, we should go beyond the minimum demands of the law. The law is not the bar. Heaven is. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.